Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast, or as I like to call it, Wildcat Scoop Podcast After Dark, because when we're recording this, it's very, very, very late. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear. And Arizona football is back, and the Wildcats <laughs> defeated the NAU Lumberjacks this evening slash technically yesterday, 38-3, to which is very exciting, though not as high of a score as I would have thought it would be. We'll get into that. But before we do, we have a message from our sponsor. Homefieldapparel.com. Homefieldapparel.com. Go there. If you're a first-time user slash buyer, enter the code WILDCATSCOOP23, one word, all caps, and you'll get 15% off your order. What better way to celebrate a season opening win than to get some swag from Home Field Apparel? And it's good swag, good too. Good swag. So we yeah. got swag today. Press box swag. Press we got box some swag. free mugs. We had mugs waiting for us in the press box. Every single member of the press today got a pretty cool mug that yeah. was kind of sponsored by the Wildcat well, Club, I think. No, well, they redid the press box a little yeah. bit. They added some televisions, and they just gave us a mug. They they upgraded the food. Um, we're living the life of luxury now, Shelby. It was very exciting. Well, you know. I'm not getting into that. I wasn't going to mention that. I feel like I'm obligated to. Go ahead. I'm not touching that shit. (laughs) Literally. So if you're someone who's listened to the podcast, uh, last year's opening game. Why was it the opening game? I think it was. Yeah, Yeah. it was. Arizona played uh, San Diego State away. It was a road opening game in San Diego State. And the Snapdragon Stadium was so brand new that like... They were just barely putting paint on it when people were arriving. And the women's bathroom in the press box uh, was not done. And I got locked into a stall and I had to kick a stall open. It's now become a legend. Uh, so there were difficulties this evening, this evening at the Arizona press box. And basically uh, the water in the building was off, but they didn't notify anyone about it. So when I went to go use the, the women's bathroom, 
and I um, happened to just like, you know, flush the toilet before I went to the bathroom. I just, there was some toilet paper and I was like, oh gross, I'm just gonna flush the toilet really quick. And it exploded on me <laughs> at the game. <laughs> so just toilet water, it was, it was still, it's still not fun. And then there was no water coming out of the sink. And it was just like a comedy of errors. I had to go all the way down to the first floor bathroom. It was a whole thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I didn't have as much fun as Jason did tonight. I'm not even commenting. I know better. Yes. So super duper fun. Uh, but it kind of now is just kind of these are the things that happen to me. If anyone else has weird stuff that happens to them, go ahead and comment. But um, anyway, we're excited. Opening game, fun things in the press box, and Arizona won. So you can't beat that. Um, I was going to read the question. Jason just, like, disappeared it. Okay, there it is. Uh, let's start with the offense. What do you make of Jaden Delora's performance? Yeah, so I, I think that most of the focus is going to be on what he did wrong rather than what he did right, uh, fair or not. The wrong being the interception now, to be fair, I've watched that twice already. Jed said he wasn't clear. Uh, Jaden Dolores said that he will always take the blame for the, such plays. I, I don't actually think that interception was his fault. I think T-Mac turned the wrong way. If you watch it, T-Mac turns to the right, I believe. Had he turned to the left, that's a touchdown. It's an easy touchdown. So I don't know if that's Jaden throwing it to the left when – T-Mac was, you know, I, I don't know. They were just, just six there. Right. Um, but so that one's kind of like whatever to me. Um, you know, obviously the fumble, you know, it's funny because you get the Jaden Delora 53-yard touchdown run, and you're like, awesome. And then you get the run where he puts his head down, and uh, you almost think he's concussed. He went back to the tent, and you're wondering if he's going to come out of the tent with his helmet. Uh, he did. He looked fine. He didn't have a concussion. But... Um, you know, those are the plays. Like, he has to make better decisions. And then there was another one where the, the pick was dropped. And, you know, all camp, spring, fall, whatever, um, the coaching staff and Jaden talked about making better decisions. We'll find out against Mississippi State because that last season was one of those games where he made multiple bad decisions, and it, it really cost Arizona. But when you look at the actual game itself, um, and, and the stats beyond, you know, like those couple of plays, the guy finished 18 of 24 for 285 and three touchdowns. Um, and then that pick that we just mentioned, he, he connected with eight different receivers or seven different receivers, I believe. Um, and it was, to me, I, I'd have to rewatch it. It was a very vanilla game plan. Like it felt like they basically said, we're going to go out. We're going to run 10 plays. The only unique play that I remember was the one where Wiley, I believe, went in motion, and then Jaden Delora ran right and then came back across for the screen. That one was a cool play that they hadn't really run many times. And you also have to keep in mind that Arizona only ran 53 plays, okay? These are the new rules. I know I didn't watch the UCLA game, but I know Chip Kelly at halftime said this is the rules he wanted. We only had the ball. Like, there were only four drives total in the first half of their game. <laughs> right? These are the rules. I mean, NAU had the ball for 35 minutes because they wanted to, you know, take all their time possible. 
Arizona ran 53 plays in the college game. That's unheard of. Like, that's nothing. And, you know, Jaden Lohr had 14 and a half yards per completion. That's pretty damn good. It's hard for me to say he didn't play well. There's mistakes where against a better team you may worry. But overall, I, I, I thought he was fine. I really did. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I mean, he's going to make a mistake. He made a mistake. At least it was against NAU. But those are pretty good numbers. I'm not unhappy with those numbers. So I mean, you'll take 36 touchdowns to 12 picks. Yeah. Basically, that's what that would come out to yeah. all day long, every day. Pretty much. So, um, how about the running game tonight? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. Me too. Dominant. Uh, really, in, in, you know, seven yards a carry, right? That's pretty damn good. Again, 53 plays. So they only ran the ball 27 times. But I think the key is here is, like, where it came from, right? Michael Wiley, 10 carries for 52 yards. Jaden Delora, great play on his keeper. DJ Williams, 6 for 38. Jonah Coleman, 3 for 29. Speedy Luke, 4 for 22. There wasn't one guy that ran the ball that averaged less than 5 yards per carry. Think about that. The lowest average that Arizona had out of 5 guys that ran the ball was 5.2. And that was Michael Wiley, who ran his butt off. Um, and then you go to the passing, and I know it's, it's we said the running game, but Michael Wiley... Six catches for 57 yards. Jonah Coleman, three catches for 59 yards in that touchdown. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it's a situation where, like, these guys are so dynamic. Jonah Coleman had more receiving yards tonight. I think he had double, maybe triple, than he had all last season combined. And like Scotty Graham said in the offseason, he kept telling you, because all my, all my running backs can catch. We may not have shown that last season, but all my running backs are elite pass catchers. And we said, well, Jonah only caught a couple balls. He goes, no, no, no. Jonah in high school caught passes all the time. Just basically, he said, just you wait and see. And I think we got a little taste of it today. And like the thing is now, you have to game plan for that. If you're Mississippi State, you're like, wait, all of a sudden they're using the running backs in this passing game where you have nine, ten catches from the running backs, right? And Arizona's running game is going to be good all year. I'm very confident in saying that. And obviously, the offensive line is is good. And I know this is NAU and all that, but I am absolutely of the belief that the running game uh, will be successful all season. And, you know, are there other backs in the conference better than Michael Wiley? Sure. You know, but... Is there a deeper running back room in the conference? I'm not sure about that. I think you can put Arizona up there with just about anyone in the conference. So uh, the running backs did what they needed to do. Um, and, you know, I think maybe you want to see a couple more explosive runs. You know, 12 yards from Wiley was as high, but DJ ran for 17. Jonah ran for 21. Maybe you want to see a little more explosion. Uh, but overall, it's it's hard to complain when you're getting seven yards a carry. And it's not just Jaden Delora. As I said before, the lowest average yards per carry was Wiley with five, which is, is obviously legit. Sweet. Pretty outstanding. And more to come. Hopefully, we're going to see some more tricks up their sleeve. 
Um, were there any surprises on offense to you? Uh, there were some good and bad surprises. The first surprise that we got was uh, Raymond Polito not getting the start. And it wasn't in the stadium. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap. And, um, you know, automatically your mind turns to, oh, he probably has COVID. He'll be fine next weekend, whatever it may be. Turns out he got in a bike accident. Um, first thing is, what kind of bicycle does a 6'5", 330-pound man ride? True. Uh, that was my biggest question. And I reached out to his dad. Don't want to get too much into details, but um, his dad said hopefully he'll play next Saturday. It could have been a lot worse. He's, they watched the game at home together. Um, great dude. Great family. Uh, so, you know, wishing the best to him. Because bike, I, I just want to say I don't know how to ride a bike. True. At all. Like, literally, I don't know how to ride a bike. I don't know if you should be admitting but, this. Uh, yeah, whatever. Bike accidents, like, they could be bad. Like, They're we all know. Fun. Yeah, like, we all know. And so even he got. Even if you fall off a bike and you're not even going that fast, you're going to get ripped up a little and bit. And like Jed said, I believe. He said he, Jed he got said he stitched got up. Stitches. Right. And I, I mean, that could be in his head. Could that be, could be his knee, it could his be leg. Two. Right. And if you're a lineman and you have stitches in your legs, like, you're not playing because you're bending over. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully he's back Saturday, but the, the good thing is it's not season ending or anything like that. If he's not back this Saturday, it definitely sounds like he would be back next Saturday, which brings me to my next point. Shout out to Sam Lange. Yeah. Sam Lange got the start and played very well. And it's not an easy situation for him to basically has lost his starting job. And he's a guy where passion, drive, and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Uh, he's versatile, right? He could play in multiple positions on the offensive line. He's generally not going to start. He's not a dynamic lineman. But Arizona has depth on his offensive line, and, and that's important. And he can move around. And, you know, even in a game like this, like the fact that Jordan Morgan didn't play in the second half or most of the second half because there was no need to with that knee. But it's a good thing that you could put in another guy that, you know, the drop-off isn't going to be. Jordan Morgan is a first-round pick, and you couldn't tell really in the second half that he didn't play much. And so Sam Langey deserves a, a big shout-out for his versatility. Uh, Montana Lamonius Craig didn't really get going. Um, second half of the two consecutive catches. Wound up finishing with 49 yards. Um, Keon Burnett, you know, uh, one catch for 17 yards. Pretty crazy to think that we saw a game that Tanner McLaughlin didn't get a catch. 
Don't even remember seeing him being targeted. Now, I believe that was part of the game plan. Yeah. I don't think the tight ends were on purpose. Like, look, I, it maybe I'll, maybe it'll be different next weekend. But the fact is, like, Jacob Cowing was only targeted four times. T-Mac was only targeted six times. Montana had two targets and two catches. Michael Wiley was targeted six times. Uh, I find it hard to believe that Tanner McLaughlin won't be any part of the offense next week, right? And I find it hard to believe that Michael Wiley will get the most targets. Like, I, I, I again, I think this was a very basic, we're going to go out there and beat you um, type of offense. But those are the guys on offense that, you know, Sam Lange to me deserves major props for being able to step in and start. I don't care who the opponent is. It's still, it's still impressive. Yeah, we... You don't want them to be showing too much, especially because Mississippi State's going to have the tape. And we want them to, you know, maybe not plan well for us. So we'll see. All right, moving to the other side of the ball. Defensively, what do you make of the performance? And I know your version is slightly different than a lot of other people's version. So I was sitting next to Mike Luke for the game, and I and Shelby as well was not next to me because – whatever the seating got messed up but i was texting her back and forth and there were people in the first half that were complaining about the defense and it was multiple people some people twitter and in my in my head and even vocally i was like i i don't what are we complaining about i don't get it uh the first quarter nau had 26 yards the second quarter they had 74 yards people like oh 74 yards in a quarter right they had 13 rushes for 25 yards They had five completions for 50 yards in the second quarter, okay? Third quarter, so you know what that adds up to for you kids at home? In the first half that people said that Arizona was not playing well defensively, NEU had 100 yards, 19 rushes for 29 yards, and eight completions for 71 yards, okay? Their their time of possession was, was nearly 17 minutes. And they punted twice. I, I just, I don't understand where some of the stuff was was coming from. And we have access to like, you know, the advanced statistics and all that. Um, like Arizona had, it, it, the big plays weren't there, right? Like they weren't giving, like it, where NAU was hurting Arizona was on the short, the under five yard passing. NAU was 11 for 14. But you'll take that any day of the week, right? Medium four for five, deep passes. Arizona only let up three of ten, right? The power rushing, the run stuff. It, it just, it wasn't, like, Arizona stuffed 34% of the run. Stuffed is like no gain, basically, right? Mm-hmm. The rushing success rate for NAU was 25%. The offensive success rate was 20%. Just to compare this, the rushing success rate for Arizona was 69%. And the offensive success rate was 62. NAU's offensive success rate, 20% of their plays was successful. If that is your number moving forward, Arizona's defense is dominant. And that's that's not me saying Arizona has a dominant defense. What I'm saying is that, like, like NAU rushes with two or less to go, right? Two yards or less to go. Right. To pick up a first down or a touchdown. You only need two yards. NAU was 0 for 6. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Like, what? I I, I don't, like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's just like, I was like, what? Like, like, 
Thought 14 runs, 34% of NAU's runs were stopped for no gain or a loss. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, right? Like clearly improvement over last year. Right. And, and like the offensive success rate, so the, what it is, is it's a percentage of successful plays based on your yards needed, right? So it, it takes yard to time. Above 50 is above average. Below 40 is below average, right? NAU is 20. That is atrocious. Arizona's defense was fine. It was more than fine. Like, NAU, people are like, oh, third down defense. NAU was 6 for 18. That's 33%. They were 0 for 3 on fourth down. They had 70 plays and averaged 3.8 yards per play. And it can't be of the comparison where you say, oh, but in the first half, blah, blah, blah. Because in the first half, they averaged 3.2 yards a play. So it's like, I, I just, my head was exploding when I was watching it. Arizona's defense was fantastic this game. That's it. And I and I honestly, I'm a stubborn MFR. I won't hear anything different. You can't compare or tell me anything different than Arizona's defense was absolutely fantastic against NAU. Boom. Mic drop done. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to have some words. To argue with you on the boards about it. Stats don't lie. Whatever. Stats don't lie. Numbers don't lie. What's that Jay-Z quote? I don't remember. Whatever. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. Okay. We're tired. <laughs> um, okay. So we did find out we have uh, some video of, of this actually as uh, real on Instagram. And we put it up on Twitter too. Martel Irby was put on scholarship Friday night and responded with a big game. What does he add to the Wildcats? Because he is such a good kid. Yeah, so Martel, Shelby with us. Martel Irby comes in and, like, thanks us for being there. He was so cute. Like, it, like, I've said this on the board. I think Martel Irby, I've only covered him for, like, a month now. And he's only going to be here for a year, I believe. He's already one of my favorite dudes to ever cover. Like, he's just so thankful to be playing football and being on scholarship. His life story He's awesome. He retired from football. He came back, no scholarship, believed in himself, said today that he was doing little security jobs and like taking pictures like with kids. Like, yeah, I don't know what, but to make ends meet. And then Jed says, yeah, I put him on a scholarship Friday night. And it was, I mean, the guy like, look, trade on Stukes is awesome. Uh, all the coaches are saying he was, he's in line for an awesome year. He had two tackles for loss. Four tackles in the total. He hurt himself at the end of the second quarter. I don't know what the injury is. It's a little concerning that Jed wouldn't go into any details about that. Timelines or anything. Uh, we'll find out Monday, hopefully. Uh, but again, like I, it could be nothing. It could be something. I don't know. It's a little weird to me how Jed like didn't say, oh, trade on will be okay. Right? And so that that's a little concerning. Um, but that is one of the few positions like Martel Irby comes in and finishes with seven tackles, a tackle for loss and two pass breakups. And I love trade on. Like I think trade on Stukes is fantastic. You can ask anyone that watched the practices. There really wasn't that much of a gap between Stukes and Irby. Like Irby is a veteran who has been there, done that great kid team cap. Like there's a reason why Irby was a team captain. Um, so like it, it, it's, it's not going to be a significant drop-off. He hits like a truck. He's not a very big dude. Team leader. Everyone loves him. So 
look, if Stukes is, is lost, it, it hurts Arizona, obviously. But Irby's such a, like, I, I, I don't think it's a huge gap with Irby. And I believe, um, I'd have to go back and look, but I believe Gavin Hunter. Like, so if Stukes is out, I believe Gavin Hunter would be the guy. And Gavin Hunter had a, a nice camp. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it's at. And, and Irby's my guy. Love that kid. And Jason does not say that frequently. I don't he even takes, think he's a kid. He's probably like 25. We say know. kid. Younger than us. You know. Um, all right. Well, is there any other individual shout-outs for you? Yes, individual shout-outs. Arizona had 24 guys make a tackle. Uh, I thought Dalton Johnson proved that he absolutely belonged to be a starting safety. Uh, there were a lot of people that wanted Genesis Smith and Isaiah Taylor or some kind of combo. Dalton Johnson was fantastic. Seven tackles, forced the fumble, uh, great play. Ephesians Prysock had your favorite play of the night where he basically picked a human and ragged all Literally body slammed him into the ground and... It made me think of WWE because we did miss a big tonight. <laughs> so I was very excited. Uh, and also, like, the difference in size. Taylor Upshaw was a maniac at one point. He had the two personal fouls. It was like he was taking out five years of aggression. But he did have uh, one and a half tackles for loss. And then Bill Norton had the tackle for loss. And then Ty Ty Uigalele had the tackle for loss. And then Oren Patu had the tackle for loss. You see where these tackles for loss are coming from? They're not coming from a blitzing linebacker. They're coming from your defensive lineman getting push. And what was really cool about tonight is, like, Takario Davis, shout out to him, obviously, 85-yard touchdown. But you take a look at Genesis Smith got a tackle. True freshman, right? Uh, Camella got two tackles. True freshman. Tay Brown, two tackles. True freshman. Isaiah Ward was fantastic. I, I you know, and we said he was fantastic all camp had the pass break up the qb hurry all that um you know there were a lot of younger freshmen and sophomores making impacts and, and that's important and so um overall you know I, I, you don't want to overanalyze a a win over neu but i i thought it was a an impressive win and the biggest thing also is like just look out how far the programs come like uh the 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 Players, the, well, now I won't say the players. The coaching staff was full of it when they said that they weren't thinking about the NAU game two years ago. It is not lost in them that the NAU coaching staff basically ran through the halls screaming that they own the state. Um, I know for a fact that at practice this past week, there were signs that said 21 to 19, and multiple coaches would yell out 21 to 19 during drills. So that's why I went before the game when I tweeted that it was more than your normal FBS, FCS game. That's why this was not lost on Arizona. They'll move on quickly. They're not bragging about it, but it was not lost on them um, what happened two years ago. There's some motivation. There's some uh, maybe a little petty just to get people moving in the right direction. Yeah, I like it. I approve. I'm the petty king. So I, I, I have no problem guys. with it at all. I will say I made a, I did tweet. There was a theme to Jed Fish's press conference. He used the word passion and energy. Uh, it felt like 50 million times. You described me the same way. Passionate and, and energetic. Ferocity was used quite a few times by Jed as well. So another word you use. That is another favorite word of mine. But it definitely translated on the field tonight. You could tell in camp. Um, you always were saying that they did look different and, uh, 
you got to get people motivated and, you know, at least for this game, reminding them about losing to NAU two years ago is helpful. But I think moving forward for this season, that theme will carry through. And uh, win or lose, they're going to be bringing it. It feels like everyone's bringing it now. It's awesome. So, But NAU's over with. NAU's over. We'll start talking about Mississippi State. Jed Fish has a presser on Monday. Happy birthday to David Shear, my father. Yes, it was David's birthday today, Papa Shear. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. Everyone get some sleep. Good night and bear down. Shelby, there's rumors that the Pac-12 is back. Really? As we record this, the Pac-12 has yet to lose the game. Amazing. ESPN, eat your damn heart out. We're back. $50 million, baby. The boys are back in town. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.